I'll say this for him, he's consistent. Well, he's been so consistent all year. Not to taste, consistency. Consistently, yes. Consistency! Thanks, losers. It's time for the Fantasy Football Consistency Show. I'm your host, Bob Long, big guy fantasy sports. On the other side of the glass, as usual, is Ron Rigney. Ron, how's it going? Um, I'll tell you what, I, I, I'm still in shock that this is going to happen. But Thursday night, we start <laughs> actually watching real NFL games. There won't be any people in the stands. At least if there is, there might be cardboard cutouts. There'll be a but few. They're going to play, and that's what's important. We might have our first full season, maybe, of actual sports, how excited are you? I know. Stoked. It, yeah, oh, yeah, of course. Well, I pair that with the fact that um, even though it is a shortened season, my Rays are the best team in the AL right now, playing extremely, extremely well. So love to see that. Of course, they'll probably win it all in the season where everybody says they should have an asterisk. I don't care. I'm going to celebrate it like it's the, the greatest thing ever. doesn't they, matter. That's right. As long as they didn't have to cheat for it. There you go. That itself yeah. should, be, should be a bonus. Um, yeah. No, that's good. And the Indians have been up and down. They've had some issues. The, uh, you know, their Clevenger was an idiot, so they got rid of him. And so, uh, but their pitching staff is always so amazing. The damn mm-hmm. shame is, is that they always lose like two to one because their offense sucks. But <laughs> yeah. you know, it's up and down, like you said. And the Twins are certainly very good, so it's a tough division. But I think everybody and their mom make the playoffs, so that's kind of cool. So, looking forward to that. But yeah, Monday, two, Wednesday night, Thursday night. Gosh, can't even think straight. The Texans and the Chiefs, Colby will be just lock, stock, and barrel glued to that TV, um, regardless of the fact that he just got married a few weeks ago. So congratulations, Colby. Uh, we yes. got to watch it on Facebook Live. That was super cool. Um, you know, kind of disappointing. Of course, you didn't invite us, but whatever. Um, <laughs> thought it was sad. I mean, I could have used time away, but, you know, hey, whatever. Uh, no, it was a small wedding. It looked great. Um Obviously, you know, the new wife does love football, and I think he's trying to make her Texans fans. I forget what her team is. Do you remember? I don't remember, don't but remember. I, know, I know he's definitely trying to brainwash her for yeah, sure. Yeah, he is trying to brainwash her. Yeah. Um, but, you know, I, I'm sure she'll stay strong with, you know, and, and not fall into the into the trap, but we'll see. Uh, but, yeah, so Chiefs, Texans, that should be a good one. Expecting to shoot out. Um, you know, a lot of stars in that game, obviously, and a lot of new new players. You know, Clyde Edwards-Hilaire. We've got Brandon Cooks replacing DeAndre Hopkins. Uh, so it should be fun. Uh, it should be a good time. But so this week I thought we'd just kind of talk about, you know, most people are done with their drafts. I do actually have two this evening uh, from starting at 630 and then one at 9. Uh, my auction draft is at 630, my long time, uh, you know, since 1985, touchdown-only league. It's an auction with some keepers involved, so always fun. Uh, running backs are a huge, huge value, uh, and they will go for absorbent amount of monies. Uh, and almost all, I think seven out of the top ten are, are, are in this year. Every once in a while you get some studs who are kept because they were cheap at some point. Uh, McCaffrey finally was dropped. I think he's been on this guy's team since he came into the league, but he finally had to give up on him. He was too expensive, so I think – you know, basically CMC, Barkley, Zeke, uh, Dalvin Cook, Mixon, Chubb, uh, pretty much all the top, uh, like I said, running backs are there. So it should be fun. Uh, do you have any more drafts left? 
I'm done. I, I did my last one Thursday. Oh, you know what? No, I take that back. I actually have one Wednesday night. Uh, my guy, Nate Dawkins, over uh, former Nasty Cast co-host, good friend, um, started a uh, Superflex that we're going to – I think it's Wednesday night we're doing it. We're going to do it t- tomorrow night. We had to move it. So, yeah, we actually have one right before the season starts. So we're going to do a little Superflex PPR that we're going to draft about 8.30 Wednesday night. So both you and I have been obviously through a lot of drafts, probably me more than you, uh, more drafts anyway, just because I can't say no. I'm like a, you know, 19-year-old drunk college girl. I don't I don't know how to say no. Um, <laughs> so what are your thoughts so far? How do you feel like your drafts went? What did you what trends did you see in your drafts? I think I did okay. There's, there's a few that I've I like better than others. Um, you know, I've seen one of the things I've seen kind of overwhelmingly, it seems like a lot of people are waiting on, on quarterback right. more than more than normal. Um, they're not using the the fat or the the auction budget or the high pick for the Lamar Jacksons and the Mahomes of the world. Seems like they're waiting a little bit longer. Josh Allen's, Carson Wentz's, da- you know the Dak Prescotts, the Tom Brady's, trying to you know like what we talked about heading into each season. You know the mixing and matching, trying to find that consistency. But it seems like a lot of people are cheaping out there. And, and really putting that the, the draft picks and really stockpiling the running backs and receivers. And I don't know, maybe that's a result of uh, the whole COVID thing. Maybe they're, they're just trying to make sure they have a bunch of uh, insurance policies there. But the, I'd say that's probably the one thing that stands out so far is just people not spending up at, at QB. Yeah, no, and I think that's kind of been a norm. I'm almost used to that now, aren't you? Kind of like you're shot. I mean, you, you know, it's, it's almost like tight ends, to be honest. You, you know – two or three that are going to go too early and, and it depends on your opinion some people i mean i could you know we've had this conversation in some of our other podcasts about how you know i could argue that i could pick a second round or a third round mahomes or lamar jackson and still have a good consistent team by the end um but more often than not you're going to see the two or three that are going to go early just like in the tight ends uh, and then you're going to have a massive group go in round six through ten and depending on your uh, comfortability level and, you know, and obviously we promote the consistent players and a lot of those consistent players are the old guys. And, you know, we've promoted the Drew Brees and the Tom Brady's and Matt Ryan's and Ben Roethlisberger's and those kind of guys are like, look, you get them in the 10th, 9th, 10th round. Why not? Um, I actually just did one. I, I always do one of these a year. I usually do it close to the season. I do a football guys championship one that's done on FFPC. And it's like 350 bucks if you win your division. I think you win $1,500. And then but – the, but the thing ends like week 12. And then if you – then uh, top four make the playoffs. And it's a – I think it's a two-week playoff. But then after that, weeks 14, 15, and 16 or – I think, yeah, 14, 15, 16, you're put into this pool of the – all of the winners. And then it's total points for those last three weeks. And the winner gets $500,000. Whoa. Yeah. Um, so I've, I've won my league a few times. I've never made it far enough to win money in the, in the big one at the end. Um, but, hey, you know, it's worth trying. So, anyway, and the reason I brought it up was it was interesting because they do have the tight end premium. It is not a super flex. Uh, but um, I drafted rounds one through eight. Didn't pick a quarterback. And then pick Matt Ryan and Drew Brees in nine and ten. That's my two quarterbacks. 
You know, so it, and it, they do have a deep bench. I think you draft like twenty players, and you only start like ten. Mm-hmm. So you know, I figured, okay, I got my two ru- quarterbacks. You know, I I did I went a little bit early on tight ends and grabbed the combination of Darren Waller and um, Hunter Henry because there is two flex. So it's one quarterback, two running backs, two receivers, one tight end, two flex. So, you know, thought, I'd, well, might as well get a couple good re- tight ends. So, you know, we'll see if the team strategy works. I had ninth pick, and then you know how bad that sucks. Uh, so I took Chubb. I was hoping to get Eckler on the way back. Eckler went 10th right after me, and I was like, damn it. So I'm like, maybe, I, I don't think I would – I'm sure whatever I would have picked, Eckler or Chubb, either one of them would have been taken next. Mm-hmm. It definitely would have made – I was hoping to make – one of them would make it back second round. It didn't happen, of course, but um, – but, uh, you know, so like I said, that's what I see. I mean, I think overall the, the trend that I saw this year was the substantial depth of wide receivers making it easier to load up early on, wide, on running backs because you could get Julian Edelman's, A.J. Green's, Keenan Allen's, um, you know, in rounds five, six, and seven and still have a very solid, consistent t- uh, wide receiver base even if you went – Mega, early, you know, mega strong on let's say three running backs in the first three rounds, or you know, three running backs and Patrick Mahomes or somebody. Um, so, did you see that? Did you seem to see that at the 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 depth at wide receiver was pretty strong in those middle rounds? Yeah, because when you look at a lot of these teams, you know, you see the the guys that they pick as their wide receiver ones, and they're guys that did go, you know, sometimes in the fifth or sixth round. And when you look at how a lot of teams are have rounded out their wide receiver core. It's pretty impressive, you know, when you look at the, especially a lot of these leagues that start three receivers. Um, like, for example, my um, one, the Kings Classic, my Blanda division, I went with Cooper Cup as my wide receiver one. I've got Brandon Cooks as my two. Now, not so consistent is going to be probably Michael Pittman as my three, but when I get to round eight, I'm okay with him in a PPR. So I kind of like what I did, what I did there. But you're right, though, like the Edelman's. The, the uh, you know, as I go down the list here, Deontay Johnson's on there, you know, so some of these mid-round guys, you know, when, you, when you're drafting with people, it doesn't really stand out to you, but when you look at their team collectively and what they were able to do, and you look at what they did at receiver, it's pretty impressive what they get in those late rounds that are probably going to contribute quite a bit this season. Yeah, and, and, you know, we all know, you know, we've been playing certainly long enough to realize that if there's anything you can always pick up on the waiver wire, it's wide receivers. You know, I mean, it's much harder to find a solid tight end or a solid, um, yeah, solid running back that's going to be beneficial to you down the road than if you were trying to, you know, pick up a, a number three receiver or even a number four receiver, you know, due to whatever you have. Um, so, yeah, it's, it's, you know, I was the same way. I think I went uh, early because in the snake draft, I, I did take Mahomes in that one. Um, now, he did fall to the fifth round because it's the Kings Classic League, and these guys all love to play quarterback chicken. You know that. You've seen it. So yep. I went, you know, I had Elliott, Carson, um, you know, and Galladay and A.J. Green and Ingram. And I think I got Mahomes in, like I said, round four or five, um, you know. So, you know, it's it's the wide receiver core is not substantial, 
it's not as good as probably some of the others, but I feel like the overall team is solid from top to bottom, and that's what you know that's what we're going for. So, um, all right. So as we're moving forward, we're kind of coming out of draft season, and now we're heading into in season. So you know, I thought what we talk about tonight is just a little bit about the website and kind of remind people out there, you know, who maybe just buy the guide and think that well, that's really all I need. If I just draft a consistent team, well, I'm good. Well, yeah, sort of. <laughs> that certainly helps. And, you know, but injuries happen. You know, you always want to improve your team. So, Ron, I thought we'd talk a little about, you know, the Big Guy Fantasy Sports website, some of the tools that we like both for your fantasy league in season, but we also got some cool things that for people who may like the DFS world or prep it world. So, Ron, why don't you talk about obviously you, you, you and Ron, or you and Ron, yeah, you and Colby's, uh, you know, weekly scenario on the um, DFS side, and talk about what you guys do, what you, what what your goal is, how you're using consistency to promote good, solid cash game DFS. So Colby and I each week, you'll find the consistently cash an article on there that him and I collectively do. And there's a, an accompanying, accompanying podcast that goes along with it that is only about 20 minutes, doesn't take up much of your time. But we go through some of our uh, favorite picks for the, the DFS cash games for the week. And so I want to, want to stress that, too. We're, we're, we're looking at, at cash games here because the consistency model is what we use to build our lineups around. That's where we get those solid foundational core guys, and we kind of build around that. We're not trying to you know win, win you the millionaire maker. We're not, we're not competing against computers. We're trying to do it the old-fashioned way and trying to use what we have here and taking that information and collectively coming up with things that, that are, that are going to help you, you know, win your 50-50s, win your double-ups. That's what we're looking at. So, you know, and you do those enough and you get good enough at it. You can throw those in, in some, some tournaments. Every once in a while, you know, on a, on a week, I'll, we'll, we'll have a lineup that would do really well in the tournament as well as the, the cash game. So we take the consistency model. We, we get those pillars, those guys that we like, and you'll see a lot, of, a lot of weeks we like a lot of the same guys based on the research that we do. And so we each do a lineup for FanDuel. We each do a lineup for DraftKings, and we'll talk about those a little bit on the pod. You know, we, we have certain guys that we'll talk about. I think, you know, we talk about guys that we're building every lineup around, maybe, a, maybe games that we like that we've got three or four players that we like from each one. But the, the article consists of each, each position gets broken down, we look at quarterback, running back, wide receiver, tight end. We'll recommend you a defense as well. You need those in there. But we'll throw you a couple of guys in there, and we'll explain why we like them. And then we give you an honorable mention as well because we can't put everybody in that we like. And we try to go a little deeper than just saying, oh, you need to start Patrick Mahomes in your cash games this week. We try to give you a little bit more value than that because obviously those are the guys that are going to be expensive, but those are the guys that score a lot of points. But we're looking at you know maybe the guys past the McCaffreys and the Barclays of the world that we really, really like the matchups. You might see one or two of them in the honorable mention every week, but and that's because of matchup versus what they cost. Because right. when you look at the McCaffreys and the Mahomes of the world, these guys are super, super expensive. So you really, you really need a lot of points from them. So just because you're paying up for them one week, they might play well, but they may not give you that three, four, five times value that you're looking for in those in those lineups. So we're trying to find those guys that are a little bit more under the radar, but are consistent and are getting you those points in those DFS matchups every week and then we take those guys and not every guy is is you know one of our consistency favorites we you know we'll throw a dart here and there because we have to because the salary you know you can't go 
with every single guy that you like. And so we'll, we'll look at the defenses. We look at the, the matchups. We look, you know, Colby, Colby's super, super good at looking at the uh, wide receiver cornerback matchups. That's one of the things that he always contributes to the pod that I always love to hear him talk about. He's got a lot of experience doing those, and that's something he looks at, the, the, the coverage schemes and things like that. So, so we're trying to win you a little bit of money in those cash games, but you'll see that every week. We try to get it posted early enough that you can get your lineup set with what we're doing. I, I don't have it in front of me, but I know that I, I believe I cashed. FanDuel, for some reason, is like is my jam. I don't know what it is with DraftKings. I don't do as well. But I think out of 17, 17 weeks last year, I think I cashed a lineup in DraftKings 13 weeks, nice. if I remember right. And I, and I know Colby. Colby's kind of the opposite on DraftKings. DraftKings is kind of his jam. So right. he, uh, I, I think he hit double digits at least there as well. He'll have to see um, if he kept track there. But overall, I think we, we had a really, really nice season last year. Got you some value there if you threw some money in those cash games, and we're looking to do it again. Hopefully, we don't have anything get thrown in that, that derails us, but we'll have week one obviously coming up here. I think Colby and I are going to try to get our article and our, our pod together tomorrow. We don't include the Thursday games usually. Right. We usually just go for the main slate. So if you got somebody that you really like in those Thursday games, you can always hit us up on Twitter at the Real Mod Day or hit Colby up. Um, I think he's just at Colby Conway. We yeah, can help Colby you out R. there. Colby Conway. Colby R. Conway. There you go. So. Right. Um, we, we can help you a little bit on those Thursday games, but we usually look at that main slate. Usually we drop that on you on Saturday, so Saturday morning, Saturday afternoon, when you're out mowing your grass, you can turn us on, um, on your, wherever you get your podcast, and you can listen to us, and you can uh, read our article, and hopefully hopefully win a little bit of holiday cash. Maybe you can pay for, maybe you can pay for Christmas gifts with all of our, our lineups this year. Say, if you're going to win 13 out of 17, you damn well better be buying some gifts for your kids, and wife, <laughs> especially your wife or your significant other. Let's, let's yes, let's yes. Correct. But, um, I think you guys do an amazing job. I think the one thing that I always feel is so cool what you guys do is that you're not afraid to give out a lineup that you think is a winner. And that's the lineup you're using to win. You know, mm -hmm. one of my things, and I've subscribed to some various sites that were allegedly, you know, big shot DFS and these people are winning all this money. But the thing is, is that they don't give you a lineup. They tell you, well, I've just given you the tools. Well, you guys are literally handing a lineup or two or four or whatever it is to our subscribers, and you're and you're proving that it's successful. You're using that lineup and you're winning money with it. This is not a oh here's some, you know here's eighty players we think would be good to play. <laughs> well, that's great, but you know what? A lot of everybody has the time to put in to figure out the best combination. You guys do that for them. And I think that's what's the key is, and I think that's what's successful about it. I already got the email that I get every year. Your biggest fan, Daniel Erickson, <laughs> said, will there be the consistently cashy? Because he goes, I won't subscribe unless there is. Literally, that's his email. Sweet. I said, yes, sir. Coming out this week. Fantastic. Where do I sign up? So awesome. Your, your, your biggest fan is back and looking forward to that. So. So, yeah, so great job you guys do. Uh, this is what, second or third? No, this is your third year doing this? Fourth third year, year, yeah. Third this year? will be yeah, year, so. year three. <clears throat> That's it. So um, right behind that is, and, and I'll talk about since Colby couldn't join us today, uh, I'm going to talk about Colby and I's little connection. And we do the prop bet consistency tool. Uh, we like to call our show Prop It Like It's Hot. We got a super cool uh, intro song that uh, a good friend of ours did for us. Uh, it's kind of like Drop It Like It's Hot but it's profit like it's hot, so super cool uh, for that. 
and we will be doing that this Saturday as well. Just like Ron said, what the idea is that we're using consistency to help you pick the best prop bets. We've got the prop bet consistency tool there, which literally you can use. Now, we don't, we don't, I've, you know, there's no lineups to give, but what's cool about it is this tool literally tells you, gives you the information of whether you should pick the over or you should pick the under. And it gives you multiple options. So it says, well, you know, he's over, you know, on that home game. You know, let's say it's uh, Baker Mayfield for this week. You know, he's playing, you know, uh, on the road against Baltimore. So I'm sure he's got a low over under. But, you know, <clears throat> the game will be there. It will have the information in it. Right now it's not up to date for the upcoming season. Uh, our good friend Matt uh, Spencer is helping us getting that up to date. But it will be ready by Saturday uh, for sure. Uh, probably, he, I think he said he was hoping to get it done this weekend. But uh, you go in, you pick Baker Mayfield. It'll bring up that you know week one he's playing against Baltimore, um, and then it will you just take the slider and it's a little slider. You slide across the screen under passing yards. You make your choice of the menu, and it'll say it's 250, and you put it there, and it'll say okay, playing against you know Baltimore, playing it on, on the road against a top 10 defense. You know, this is how consistent he's been over 250 yards. And it will literally tell you, you know, hey, in eight games, that scenario, he's, you know, only 25% over, or, you know, or whatever the case may be. Okay, guess we're taking the unders. It's 75% of the time the under wins. So that's what we use, and we'll do that as well. We'll put out an article. We'll put out our best picks, our favorite picks. Uh, but the tool is there. Just for being a VIP member, it's only $20. Um, you know, for the rest of the season, you know, you get all of that prop bets, the consistently cashing all of that information at your fingertips. And look, for 20 bucks, if you win week one, heck, week one cash, just the DFS side, you can win 20 bucks and pay for it. So keeping it cheap, keeping it real, keeping it out there for you guys to use uh, the prop bet consistency tool and consistently cashing are back again this year. Very excited about that as well. So. Ron, let's talk about some of the other tools on the website that you think are very important and very useful for the user out there, um, you know, as we head into the season. Why don't you tell the folks about the Clutch Report? Um, I know it's my baby, but I feel like I want somebody else to tell people how, how important this is to use during the season, not just for preparing for your draft. Well, and that's one of the things that's probably my first go-to when I'm, I'm looking at my um, consistently cashing lineup for the week is the clutch report. And it's just, it's real simply, you know, Bob will put up uh, who is our, who's our, who's our, he'll figure out, first of all, what that threshold is to be considered a clutch player for the week. And so you'll see that at the end of, after, after every week is played, after every game is played, he'll throw that up there and you can come check that out and you can see. Who's in your lineup that, that reached that consistency uh, threshold for the week in each position, the quarterback all the way down through tight end? And then you can kind of start to compile that over the weeks. He'll also update it each week. So you can see, you know, how you, you spent that first-round capital on Alvin Kamara. By week five, has he been that consistent player that you wanted to? Is he towards the bottom of that, or is he right there at the top? Is he getting you those points every week? And so that's what I try to look at. It, it, first and foremost, I'll, I'll have my window open for that, and I'll have my window open for the defensive matchups, a couple other things I look at. But I go to that every single week. You know, week six, I'm looking, okay, is Tom Brady, you know, the price point that he's at, how consistent has he been the last few weeks? Because that's what, um, you know, like I said, that's what we're building those DFS lineups on. And it's it's right there. Yeah, I believe you get you get it posted, what, Wednesdays, I believe? 
Uh, actually, no. With the new API we got added last year, it literally uh, is up uh, first thing Tuesday morning. Um, there you go. I still have to do it. I, I hit a manual button. Um, and the only reason we do that is just so that kind of all of the scoring updates are done at, by the end of the evening. Um, I thought about doing it automatically. But, you know, the important part, part is, is that, you know, we're also putting in um, the scoring. So the, uh, you know, how they did, you know, the teams that they played against, what their defensive fantasy ranking was. So, you know, um, you know, let's say they're playing against Baltimore and Baltimore's, you know, top 10 against the run. Uh, so against running backs, fantasy points given up, they're in the top 10, but maybe against the pass, they're, you know, 28th. So, you know, it, it makes sure that, you know, one of the things that we changed from last year, oh, from in 2019 was that the defensive rankings were based on fantasy points given up by position, not just overall. So, you know, when you look at tight ends and you see that, you know, hey, Travis Kelsey is playing against Denver and Denver is – you know, in the top 10, you know, they're ranked as a good defense against tight ends. It is truly against tight ends, not overall. So, you know, they may be, you know, bottom 10 for wide receivers and running backs, but they're really good at stopping the tight end. Uh, so that's what's important. And so when you see that information out there, you know, you can do that. Um, just to kind of piggyback on stuff you said, Ron, and I, I appreciate, you know, what all the stuff you said and, and how you guys use that. Um, but, you know, you can click on the details of the player. So as the season goes, like, like Ron said, after week five, you, know, you can click on the details of the, say, you know, any of the players. And you can see, oh, you know, wow, I just noticed that, you know, he's, you know, uh, Lamar Jackson has put up, you know, three straight, you know, or maybe it's somebody you're kind of trying to decide on for picking up off the waiver wire. You know, you might say, oh, look, Teddy Bridgewater has put up, you know, three straight clutch games, you know, he's three for five now, but he's put up three straight, so he's certainly on her tear now. So maybe it's time to get him before people realize that he's been pretty consistent. So, and we, you know, we, we address that stuff in our articles. You know, we look at that kind of information. Uh, so it's all part of that subscription. So the VIP, again, only $20 for the whole season. And, you know, and we'll probably give out codes during the season get you a deal that maybe you can save some money on, on the uh, subscription. Uh, you know, we usually do stuff with Thrive, which we didn't talk about when the prop bet side, you know, we usually use Thrive, but I'm, I'm trying, Ron. I mean, this is my goal is that uh, my daughter's boyfriend, who's, you know, kind of into the gambling world is going to help me scrape the data straight off of either FanDuel's or DraftKings for all of the prop bets so that we can have all of them and not just the Thrive ones earlier in the week because those ones seem to post earlier in the week. They don't wait until Sunday. So mm -hmm. I'm hoping to get that data so that we'll have some some better upfront information on the prop bet consistency tool. So just I forgot to tell you that. So that's good information. Excellent. Yeah, so we're looking yeah. forward to that. If not, we're still going to be involved with Thrive. Um, uh, I'm actually going to reach out to the Thrive guys and see if I can get some kind of, uh, you know, some kind of um, – what's the word I'm looking for? Um, you know, partnership between us because somebody else I saw was promoting Thrive in some kind of discount code. So uh, I'm going to see if they can do some stuff and we'll, you know, promote them because we usually kind of talk about them in the, you know, the uh, prop bet consistency uh, show in, in, in the article anyway. So we'll see what we can do with them and work some sort of magic out with them as well. Um, I wish more and more states were uh, available to do the FanDuel and the DraftKings prop bets, but I can't do it. I live in 
Ohio, so I'm not late, even allowed to, to bet on as well. But I, at least we can get to the stats, so I'm hoping that we can kind of scrape that data and have that available to use for uh, determining that. But uh, back to the uh, consistency report, as I mentioned, as the weeks go by, we update the stats every Tuesday morning so you can see, you know, who's been consistent, who's not. We'll certainly do our weekly articles, reviews as well. Uh, super cool thing, though, of course, you can download uh, each different position into an Excel file so you can do your own uh, data kind of, you know, tracking and, and see, you know, who's kind of been moving up, who might be available on a waiver wire, who might be consistent, who might be a good trade op opportunity. Maybe somebody's sitting with a guy who – has been consistent but not setting the world on fire, and those are our perfect opportunities. What I always feel is those guys are like, you know, um, they're 75% consistent after, you know, week week eight, but, you know, they're still 22nd in total points. So they're not setting the world on fire, but, man, you know, they, they've been consistent, and maybe you've got guys on your team that are all over the place, and that person could help. Maybe you can trade for them, get them for a good value, and uh, it'll be worthwhile to helping your team down the stretch. So, uh um, so, Ron, let's uh, back to the site, you know, as we look, you know, kind of every, every week we look at the, you know, reviews. We kind of review the prior week, preview of the upcoming week, um, you know, s talk about some of the other things we have on the site that, uh, you know, can be helpful to the folks this year. Well, there's always, you know, we always have um, some waiver pickups, you know, that, that are on there as well. But one of the things, too, I want to go back to the consistency report real quick is, you know, when you think about when that comes out, too, because usually your waivers run, you know, Tuesday night, Wednesday morning, Wednesday night. So that's something as well that we're getting you, you know, we're getting you ready for um, with that, uh, that coming out a little bit earlier. And you can get those guys that you want to add to your team. And, you know, who knows, too, you might have a lot of guys in your league that don't necessarily use the They know nothing about the uh, consistency right. world as well. Well, and you mentioned so, – about the f idea that um, we might be doing the, the, our sh this weekly show on Tuesdays because of your work schedule. Um, so we might be able to, you know, kind of give out some really good information Tuesday night while you're trying to make those decisions, you know, of, oh, you know, who should I look at? So we'll definitely be more involved with kind of waiver wire pickups since we're going to do the show probably earlier in the week than we have in the past. We used to do Thursday uh, to kind of help people go, hey, you know what? Uh, this guy's put up three straight clutch games. You may want to pick him up if he's on your waiver wire, I, you know, and Ron and I will probably be doing the same thing in our leagues. But <laughs> so, yeah. But anyway, back to you. So, you know, like I said, you got the, the different um, position breakdowns each week. Who's got who's consistent. You've got, you know, and, and I want to say something else, too. I, keep, I hate to keep going back on, on the prop bet stuff, but, no, you know, I, I, I don't do a lot with the prop bet stuff just for a simple fact that I know nothing really about it. And so you guys kind of got me into it. Mm -hmm. And and what I can attest to is with the, you know, going into it as somebody that had never laid down a prop bet in my life, not done any of that stuff, you know, between the Thrive app and the the consistency tool that we have on here, it couldn't be any easier uh, especially for somebody that knows absolutely nothing, you click a few things, you slide a few things here and there, and and that's it. And you you know you 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 insert you know what threshold you know you, is Patrick Mahomes going to go over under two hundred seventy nine passing yards, all those types of things. Super super easy to use. And when you throw your money and you know in Thrive and you pick what what you know game you're going to play, you, you go to the prop bet tool and you're done in probably about five minutes. That's the other thing; it's not time consuming at all. It's it's only as time consuming. As, as you make it, uh, as far as throwing your bets in there. Well, and the other thing, too, is, you know, I, I know 
when we were doing, you know, using the tool last year. I mean, how many times did we put the slider on and we were shocked by the results? And mm-hmm. we're like, holy cow, you know, this guy, you know, the, let's say, you know, passing yards is 275 for Deshaun Watson for this game. And you see that Deshaun Watson has never been over 265 in the, in this game scenario, whether it was like a home against a, you know, a, a bad defense. You think, oh, you think you would light up a bad defense, but they ran the ball so much in those games because they had control of the situation. He never had to throw the ball. So that's the kind of stuff that the tool kind of shows you is like, oh, you know, because you think, oh, they're playing against a terrible defense, you know, whoever that is. Uh, we'll say it's Carolina for this year. Uh, I think they're one of them. Uh, you know, you might say, oh, well, you know, 275, that's a piece of cake. He'll, be, he'll certainly go over that. Well, again, if they're, you know, if David Johnson's running well and he's healthy, maybe they don't have to throw the ball as much to be in those games. You know, let's be honest. We don't expect Carolina's offense to be putting up 30 points a game because all they got is McCaffrey. We don't know what Bridgewater's going to do. So those are the kind of things that the tool is looking in depth to kind of figure out for you. And like you said, I think the, the most important thing, and that's why I said this about the consistently cash in, and I'll say about the profits as well. It's literally telling you what to do. You don't have to think. And now you can certainly <laughs> use your own head and say, well, you know, I'm not sure about that one. You know, and, and uh, granted, it doesn't have every scenario in it. So you might go, well, I know, say, I, you know, like me, I live in Cleveland or you live, you know, close to Tampa. You might go, well, I know it's supposed to rain really hard that afternoon. So, yeah, I might not go there because I know a situation or I know something. Uh, and that's fine. I mean, again, it's still a tool. But it is pretty much laying it out for you. If you see all kinds of greens in the in the box, we call it the answer box. Uh, the answer box looks all green because you know it's all of the over. It's saying go over with everything. Then you know it's it's pretty s- straightforward to do. But you know it's still a tool. But it, the cool thing is it's, it really is telling you what to do. So you don't have to be super smart about bet, prop bets or even DFS. You know you can kind of use your own head, but also look at it and go. Yeah, you know what? The, the, the system's telling me to do it. Let's do it. And like Ron says, he won a lot last year. We won, you know, I won one of the Thrive contests one week and won 500 bucks. Um, you know, it, it worked out pretty well for us. Yeah, and like and like I said, I'm a complete idiot when it comes to doing that. And it's, you know, five minutes and you're done. You just And, and Thrive has some cool bets on there, and it's super easy to do, and it's not that daunting. And it's, you know, as long as – the state that you live in allows it. It's it's super super easy. So well, that's the cool thing about Thrive is it, you don't have to be in the state that allows it. Um, well, I t- take that back. To do the my props, the individual props, I think you have to. But to play the game, which is the props you know contest, which is you pick ten prop bet choices out of twenty, and you take the over or under. So I'm looking at the site, obviously. Mm-hmm. You know, the first, I mean, this week they have a price pool of $10,000 and it's only 450 people in it. Now it's 25 bucks to get in, but basically you're going to pick, um, you know, there's, I see how many you pick. Yeah, it's still the same. Okay. So there's 10 props to bet on and you pick the over or under and some have higher points. You know, for example, Travis Kelsey uh, catching a touchdown. Okay. The over is 125 points. So if you're very comfortable that Kelsey's going to catch a touchdown, you're going to get 125 points, and then obviously you accumulate the most points. And if you're the most, if you have the most points out of all, you know, of all 450 play, then you go, you're going to win. Let me see what 
pray out is. First place is $2,500. The nice thing is they pay down to 90th place. So even if 450 people play, you can make, you know, if you're in the top 25%, you can win. That's not bad. You win 35 bucks. So at least you make you you make more, you know, $10 more. So that's the nice thing is that it pay they pay a lot of places. You know, again, you're not going to win a million dollars. But you've got a good chance of winning something and we've always been successful. We've won like I said some decent money in these games and uh, you know, looking forward to playing again this week. Obviously, we're waiting until um you know, the uh, prop bet system gets all updated for this coming year and that should be soon and I'll definitely let everybody know on Twitter that, you know, if you're, you're ready to play, um, you can do it. But and they got some other cool games on Thrive as well. They have um, – sometimes they have some free rolls, um, so they do on this one. They've got some, you know, guaranteed games where they pay, you know, they do a touchdown-only one, which I find is intriguing. So, you know, basically, are they going to catch a touchdown? Are they not going to catch a touchdown? You have to decide. And it's only 20 bucks. There's only 550 people play, but guess what? Ten grand to the winner, or not to the winner. Ten grand total payout, uh, but basically all of them are over under one touchdown. Um, some of them are combined rushing receiving. Uh, so I'm looking at the game now. So Todd Gurley, you know, is, um, you know, is he going to rush for a touchdown? If you if you take the over and you take one or more, then you get 120 points. If you take the under, and he doesn't rush for a touchdown. You get 80. So you get less points for most of the time for the under. Because they, because they, they're you know, not expecting all these people to catch a touchdown or, or re but some of them are receiving and rushing. So Zeke's is receiving and rushing, Eckler's is receiving and rushing. Oh, I like that one, uh, especially against Cincinnati. Uh, Josh Jacobs, Nick Chubb. Huh. Um, so yeah, so that that must be new because I don't remember this last year. Do you remember this? Touchdowns only? No, I don't. Okay, no. this must be a new thing. Maybe maybe they came up with this as something, because that's pretty simple. Again, you had to, you're just going to decide touchdown or not. Now I don't know if that's going to work well. Ah, uh, you know what? I think that does work. Let me see. Check the prop bet consistency tools just for fun. Um, we got six minutes. We got a little bit of time, so I don't. He, he's been working on it, so you can't get into it if he's in it. Uh, oh, it did come up. So let's uh, so let's try. So let's go to oh, just passing touchdowns. So rushing touchdowns and receiving touchdowns. Well, wait a minute. I take that back. Let me do Chubb. I think I think it, it, it's just because they, he's the quarterback. That's why. No, so they don't. So we don't do touchdowns, and I guess that makes sense because it's kind of a crapshoot, right? I mean, but the good thing is, here's what you can do. So for somebody like Nick Chubb, you can go down and you can put uh, greater than or equal to in the receiving and rushing touchdowns. Let's see, and I think this will work. One. Oh, no, it doesn't. Okay, can't. So you'd have to put one and one. So only t two games has he ever done both. Um, but if you did just rushing touchdowns, you can see that, you know, in the last, you know, 2019, there was only three games that Nick Chubb had a rushing touchdown. Isn't that amazing? Wow. That is absolutely amazing to me. Yeah, for sure. So, um, yeah. So only three rushing. Oh, I'm sorry. Only three that he had only one. 
Oh, okay, because he had some games where he had three and two. Sorry about that. Um, I thought – let me see if I can do greater than zero. Okay, so you can do greater than. I thought you could. Greater than or equal to. So uh, let's do just 2019. So, yeah, so in only five games last year did Chubb actually have a rushing touchdown or more. And only five out of 16. So – now, if you put in receiving, oh, receiving as well doesn't work. Okay, so we had five of those. We go to greater than zero. So, oh, so he didn't. He had. He didn't have any games with receiving touchdowns last year. So basically, taking the under there is a good deal. Now, granted, that's the thing. You only get like seventy or eighty points. So. But again, it's most points. So yeah, it's it, it. So that's an interesting scenario. I do like the guaranteed ones because you know they'll they'll run it. Money will be paid out. So mm -hmm. I've gotten lucky before. I don't know about you, Ron. Have you ever seen situations where you know they'll say maximum is 450 people? Uh, you get lucky, like especially on the the weeknight games, like Thursday or Sunday or Monday night games. They don't always fill up, and they'll still pay out the tops. So there could be only 90 people in. You're guaranteed to win at least thirty-five bucks, so you know it's um, you know Thrive is not a you know a FanDuel site. You're not there's not hundreds of thousands of people playing all the time. So definitely check it out. And like I said, I got to reach out to them and see what we can do for that. So got about three and a half minutes, Ron. Any, anything else you want to talk about as we head into Week One? Uh, you know any any games that maybe you think are sneaky good for for lots of points outside of Houston. Kansas City. Uh, well, first thing, too, is, you know, when you're doing those Thrive bets and you want to get in on those guaranteed games, make sure that you uh, get in on them early because sometimes those ones that are guaranteed payouts, right. uh, those fill, fill up, up pretty quick. Yeah, and if you wait if you wait too long, um, you're, you're definitely not going to get in them. So, uh, and, and, and kind of like what you were highlighting, too, that's why you use that consistency tool to find things like that, things that you may think you know that you don't really necessarily know. Um as far as games this week, uh, let's see. I'm, I'm looking over our, our Vegas totals here. You know, obviously Houston, Kansas City. Um, as we go down the line here, I think Tampa Bay, New Orleans, too. You know, weapons upon weapons upon weapons. I'm sure in our uh, consistently cashing, you're going to see some guys fr from that game as well. Atlanta, Dallas, I think, is one, too, that you'll see a lot in, in there also. I don't know if there's any really sneaky ones just yet. Um, see, I think there I, is. Okay, and I'm gonna I, throw I think it because both of these teams, when I looked at PFF's Pro Football Focus's worst defenses heading into the season, they were like number thirty and thirty-one, and that's the Las Vegas Raiders and the Carolina Panthers in Carolina. Um, both of these defenses suck; they're terrible according to PFF. And my thought is is that the offenses are just good enough that you could see. 50, 55 points, you know, a 30 to 27 type game because I don't think either team can stop it. Plus, you know, I mean, Carolina's got some weapons. It's a question of whether Teddy Bridgewater is how well they've gelled up offensively. Derek Carr, Josh, Josh Jacobs, they got a lot of speed now at wide receiver. Uh, Darren Waller, of course. So I'm, that's my sneaky one. Don't, don't, that's the one I'm kind of looking at going, hmm, there could be a lot of points scored in that one. Especially if the weather is okay. 
you know, being in Carolina, maybe outside. I assume it's outside. Um, but uh, anyway, that's my sneaky. I like it. I like it. <laughs> All right, so Ron, thanks again. It's good to be back. We will probably be back. We're assuming maybe Tuesday nights, where that's what we're going to shoot for. Uh, and of course, don't forget this Saturday, consistently cashing, prop it like it's hot. We are back. We'll be here. The articles will be out on Saturday. Make sure you keep an eye on that. Uh, Daniel Erickson, if you're out there listening, the boys are back. They're looking forward to uh, you being all excited about winning some money. Uh, but for you people else out there, don't forget this is a great time. Uh, Drop, get your VIP subscription and uh, make sure that you get out there and subscribe and start winning some money. Pay for that. You know, buy some Christmas gifts. You know, send us something. You know, maybe a gift card. Uh, something nice. Something we can use, you know. But uh, <laughs> anyway, Ron, tell everybody where they can find you. We've got about 30 seconds. Uh, Big Guy Fantasy Sports, obviously, at The Real Monday on Twitter. Check out the Nasty Cast. And as of right now, the working title is uh, the Dynasty Baseball Show with my man Van Lee. We're trying to keep track of this uh, crap storm that is the MLB season. <laughs> Great. All right, as always, Big Guy Fantasy Sports for me, uh, Bob underscore Lung on Twitter. And as always, you can email me at Bob. <laughs>